It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Hey guys, welcome to Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Once again, before we get started, make sure you guys are checking out Cigar Noise. You are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Make sure you guys are checking out Cigar Noise, Cigar Noise app, uh, CigarNoise.com, uh, all the social media platforms, they're on there. Great community, great bunch of people. If you're new to cigars, it's awesome to learn. If you're a veteran of cigars, it's awesome to hang out with these people. Uh, excuse the technical difficulties this week um, that we had. Just to remind everybody, we are not professional. I know it may seem different. But we're not. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew, joined by Mo. Yo. And Mukal. Bringing the bull. And back again this week, finally. But Danny. What up? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Uh, he's back. Uh, so, Danny, you're back with a, a slight change to your, your sort of existence. <laughs> no doubt. And I'm not, I'm still not even 100% uh, accustomed to my new lifestyle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so, the transition was successful, though? Yeah, the, the operation was great. Yeah, so uh, what? Uh, like a little over a week ago, I had kidney stones, and um, that was that was it. the The Red Bull is now pretty much over. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not against it every once in a while if I need to, but man, it's been kind of cold turkey since then. So <clears throat> that was probably that was some of the most excruciating pain ever. Uh, so yeah, now it's like what nine, ten, like eleven days since the Red Bull. So you haven't had any Red Bull. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you'd give it up by now. No. Uh, what the? <laughs> f- what? <laughs> well, we're back. With Daniel. Retell that story, Danny. No. <laughs> I got to keep. Well, yeah, because it was going to lead no into Red something. Oh, wait, are we starting again? We're we're rolling. Wait, no. Waiting on, oh, Dan- we're rolling? waiting on Danny to tell his story. <laughs> you give no heads up on what's going on. You better believe it. Christ. That was weird. All right, so I got kidney stone. <laughs> we get the short, <laughs> shitty version. <laughs> yeah, no more Red Bull. It's been 11 days. And go. So, life sucks now without Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, after that first, uh, like on day two, it was bordering on murder-suicide here at the house. Um, I was just grumpy and upset more than usual. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, it was bad. And then... Because uh, you didn't that, replace it. You had no other caffeine, right? Right, right. Because I, I just don't do coffee, really. Ugh. So. Why not? Um, I don't know. I've just never you been should. a big coffee drinker. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, for, I'm, I may be one of 
few Puerto Ricans in the world that don't drink coffee. I mean, I grew up with my dad drinking coffee right before he went to bed. You know, yeah. that's, that's how, that's how bad it is. And so, um, and since my wife isn't a coffee drinker either, it's just never, never been a thing. So, uh, what was I going to say? Um, <laughs> this is interesting because now you don't drink a lot of water. Right. I don't drink any water. I, I, I drink vitamin water zero, like water, regular water, like kind of upsets my stomach and it, uh, like, unless it's really, really cold and has lemon in it, but, um, that's really the only way I can drink water. Um, but I, I'm probably getting to that point of need cause like, I don't know. I just need to get healthier. So, yeah. uh, I'm sure soon here I'll transition to water. If I can figure out how to keep it super cold and lemon in it, I could do that. But they have that. There there are bottled waters that have like a lemon. Yeah, but it's, I don't I don't like it. It, it it's so uh, jeez. It's it's fake. Like you can taste like uh, what do you call that? Like um, not natural flavoring Spoon or whatever. Artificial. Yeah, artificial flavoring. Um, I it that's even worse for me. That said, I like vitamin water zero, which is all artificial. But <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. There's a lot of people that don't like water, uh, or don't like to drink water. And guys, it's vital. I mean, you really got to drink water. And I get into this, and I guess this kind of brings us into what I wanted to talk about a little bit. And I give a lot of credit to you know two two guys that I've been talking to a lot about health and, and getting kind of their themselves in order, which is the two Tylers, uh, smoke ring Tyler, who's been hitting the gym, eating better, whatever. And then our, our boy T-Bone up in Wisconsin, who, you know, has lost uh, about a hundred pounds, I think at last, last count. And man, I'm at TPE this last week. And I guess we could talk more about the show a little bit later if you guys want, but I'm just watching people like in our industry and I'm like, this shit's just not sustainable. <laughs> like you can't eat, drink, fucking not sleep and stuff like it. It's just not. And, you know, for the cigars, for the cigar companies and whatever, they should, they should encourage their employees to, to take care of themselves. They really should. Um, reps should take it upon themselves to take better care of themselves. Dude, if you're pushing, you know, a 40-inch waist, you have no business, you know, eating some of the stuff you do and, you know, take care of yourself. And this goes to all of our listeners, too, like, to the extent you can. And I know a lot of us, you know, don't have necessarily all the flexibility in the world to be able to get into the gym or whatever, but you can control what you eat. And so try to be smart about it. And I admit, I, I'm telling myself this, too, because, yeah, I'm bordering, like, high cholesterol or whatever it is my doctor told me to last thing. So we need to all take care, better care of ourselves. Man. Speaking of which, how'd you like torchies when you were here? Oh, it was delicious. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> yeah, it is the problem. I mean, anything that tastes good is terrible for you. Sucks. Yeah. That's I mean, living. I mean, Drew, you do a pretty good. I mean, Kyle, I don't, I don't think you eat all that great. 
No. But <laughs> Drew, I mean, I ain't great, but not yeah. great. Help not helpful. Yeah. Drew Fist, I mean, how do you do it, man? Like, what what are your tips? Because I know you eat pretty healthy and you go to the gym. Um, Meal prep. Meal, All right. meal prep is it, man. Find uh, <clears throat> find something you can eat every day. Okay. <laughs> my my breakfast, <laughs> my breakfast, and my lunch are the same every day, ex- except for weekends normally. Mm-hmm. And it's consistent, so my body, uh, my body gets the same nutrients every day. And what are they? Dinner or is what different. Is I do like a breakfast burrito for um, for breakfast. That sounds good. Um, sometimes homemade, sometimes store-bought, but uh, just like some ground beef, some potatoes, vegetables sometimes in there. Um, mm-hmm. Roll it up in a burrito. You can freeze them, okay. heat them up in the morning, roll out. It's quick. Roll out. Yeah. Lunch, I normally do um, some type of meat, some type of rice. Soy sauce, hot sauce, right. whatever you want to put on it. So, so see me, I eat the same breakfast and same lunch pretty much every day, but I can't meal prep it. Like I don't, I'm not really good with like leftovers. No, I can't do I, leftovers. But. I can't. So like, if I meal prep, if I if I made my lunch, I wouldn't want it. Like if I made my lunch in the morning, I wouldn't want it by lunchtime. It's really weird. It's me. I know. But I, I used to work in the food yeah, industry, right? So it's, so it's like. Like when I see leftovers for me, that's like, that's the food I would throw out when I worked at restaurants. And ever since then, you know, I was a kid, but ever since then it was like, ugh, like I don't like leftovers. Now there are certain things like pizza, leftover, lasagna, and certain things I don't mind. But for the most part, I can't do it. But I typically eat the same thing every day too. Is it a healthy thing though? So, I mean, like in the morning, it'd just be like egg and sausage. And then lunch, it's typically like Chipotle or some type of like <laughs> fish taco thing. And that's not so. You're never terrible. so you don't really skip lunch, do you? Uh, no. Sometimes, like, no. It may be a little later in the day. Uh, if if I'm gonna skip anything, it'll be breakfast. Yeah, fuck breakfast. But no, no. Breakfast is the greatest. I, I love breakfast, but yeah. yeah. Uh, we had breakfast for dinner tonight because my kids love my pancakes. I love breakfast, but um, like sometimes I want to. I give my body a, a chance, so I'll, I'll do like the intermittent fasting for a yeah. couple days, um, and I actually feel a lot better. Uh, but um, you, you feel better sometimes. starving yourself. You do like after <laughs> after the after about a day, like after like the second day, you just like. You, you you notice you don't need it and your your my energy's higher. You're right? so hungry, you're delirious. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't work out like you, right? Like at all. So um, I don't you know I don't need all these extra protein like you do. Losing weight. I, I found that I feel better when I don't have a lot of sugar. Yes, mm. absolutely. Losing weight's gonna be. 80% in the freaking kitchen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's for sure. Yep. Or drive through, depending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the problem too is eating healthy is really expensive. It's much cheaper to eat like shit. 
Yeah, definitely oh, can sure. be. It really is. Um, anyway, whatever. Point is, try to be healthy, everybody. We're kind of getting at that age now where a lot of the bad habits of our younger days are starting to catch up to people. So, on it up. Anyway, what else we got? Let's uh, let's dive into a G fizzle question that's been fizzling in the background for a couple of weeks. Speaking of working out. Yeah, there we go. Uh, So he wants to know if the world ends as you're recording the podcast and Mm -hmm. you guys get brought back to life in a post-apocalyptic zombie world Mm -hmm. of all of us, who's in charge, who's second, who's the bitch who gets killed off by a rival group first. So I, wow. I, I think we're all in agreement on who the bitch is. Well, at, at least at least me, Mo, and Drew know who the bitch is. Danny is selflessly volunteering himself. I was going to I was going to say Danny sure. actually. Yeah, buddy. Oh shit! Oh. Just kidding, cow. I love you. Well, his name is Cal, so he would get sacrificed first and eaten. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only one you got. Yeah. I, don't, uh. <laughs> I don't know who the bitch would be, but I, I could say that we would have to do a skin tone comparison between Drew, me, and Danny to see which one of us would be killed off first. Because typically in these types of movies, the darker oh, that's true. skin tone you are, the quicker you are removed from the cast. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> depending, like if it's the summertime, I know I'm darker than both of you guys. <laughs> but I don't know about right now. So I'm going to have to say that I would probably be killed off first. You're just so nice that you would do it yourself. No, no, no. Like, and then, and me and Drew would be like, uh, we wouldn't stop you. Yeah. <laughs> eh, right. He's gone. Yeah, all right. Well, that was easy. You guys are cute. <laughs> so now, no. now the two of them are alone in their post-apocalyptic world. I see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call, Kyle. Wait, what were the other two roles? The the leader and first, second in, in charge, right? Whatever. As long as I'm not the bitch, that's fine. I would have to go with... with oh, that's a tough one. Because Drew's got really good survival skills, but Danny's a little bit more forceful. <laughs> I don't know. I think we could we would coexist just fine. Coexist. Yeah, I, I could see that, yeah. Wow, we just totally made that... What could have been a great topic into a really fucking boring one. Yeah, yeah, that was was not not All the right. highlight. Kyle, give right, us your answer. Let's edit this. And Kyle, go. give us your answer, <laughs> and we'll go from there. I mean, I would assume that we would just rock the shit out of everything and dominate every other group, but you know, whatever. You can do your <laughs> infighting bullshit that you do. Damn, nice job, Kyle. Danny really is an asshole, isn't he? Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> And, and that's why I would survive. <laughs> that's true, actually. <laughs> All right, Drew, what's your answer? What were the what were the roles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can pick your own too, right? You don't have to be limited. 
he wanted to know who was going to lead, who's second in command, who's the bitch, and uh, who who dies first to a rival group. I think, but I think it would actually be Mo or Danny leading. It would be a it would be a toss up between those two leading. So then, who I'm, dies between you and Cal? Well, <laughs> I I have guns and I'm pretty I'm pretty good with them, so I wouldn't be dying so, first. <laughs> so Cal's the bitch. This is, this is going well. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys as friends right now. No, it's just a process of elimination I was going for. That, that's... <laughs> you started the but... opposite way, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Let's not, not hold that... up. Yeah. Danny just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> but you're still part of the crew. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> you're not. You're not dead, at least. Right, so cool. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. You're, you're third in command. I'm I'm glad you're back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a fun guy. He's gonna, he's gonna send me. A, he's gonna send me a case of Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Just look at You already did. Yeah, that's what I said again. But Wait, he wants me to get those Wait a to minute. Does this make? Does this make? Because didn't Cow and Drew both send you Red Bull? Does this make them accessories? <laughs> yeah, facts. Wow. But I'll I'll take it. <sighs> sure you will. It's what you get when you try to help people out. Yeah. <laughs> and you it's end up killing them. <laughs> yeah. Hard out here in these streets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that went exactly where everyone really wanted it to go. Yeah, good, good question, G. <laughs> yeah, you dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so speaking of disappointing things, uh, Lonsdale Cigar Co. wants to know, <laughs> what's the oh. most... No, no, that's not the <laughs> That wasn't the joke. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you dick. Uh, what was the most hyped cigar you've had recently that was a major flat-out disappointment? I've got one that wasn't a, it wasn't a major disappointment, but it was hyped more than it probably. Sh- uh, I don't know. It didn't live up to it, but I got to revisit it. What was it? And I'm already on the shit list with you guys, so I don't even care to. It's uh, it's the uh, Byron you guys suggested. Which one? The uh, friggin' flaw. Uh, the Atabay. My sorry. My bad. You didn't like really? anime? It's not that I didn't like it. It didn't live up to the hype. What size oh. did you smoke? The one you guys suggested. I don't know what we suggested. Well, shit, I don't, I don't remember. remember what my name is. <laughs> You're definitely dying first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? I've got I've got to revisit it. I've got two more. I waited right. about two weeks after they came in, smoked the first one, and it was like, eh. What did you What did you eat before you had it? Oh fuck! That was weeks ago. I don't know. <laughs> he was, he's giving you that retailer shit. Line Line me up next time. Tell me what I need to eat. Uh, pair it with a Red I Bull. Know, I hope it's meat and rice, because otherwise you're kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's really interesting. Um, and and it's weird, bro, because like 
as much as I love that cigar and as much as I, I think what Byron and Atabay are be, like, they're kind of like, if you like them, you literally think they may be some, well, you do think they're some of the best cigars in the world, but if they don't hit your palate, you're like, I don't get it. And I, and I've heard that from a lot of people. So it really, I mean, I guess it doesn't, doesn't totally surprise me, but because there's one of two reactions when it comes to those cigars, but I don't know. I, I thought you would like it. I'm a little shocked. It, it was a it was a decent cigar. I was yeah. expecting, and we've had this conversation before, but I was expecting like amazing, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that. Okay, but here's <laughs> the other part of it too: is you really like the Byron, and I've also oh, noticed, yeah. yeah. Guys are kind of in one camp or the other, mm. and very few people really like both. Is like equally, I guess. Yeah. Kind of interesting. You're not saying you didn't like it. You're no, 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 no. It definitely like. wasn't. It wasn't like oh, that was garbage. Definitely not at all. But the the hype was at like five hundred percent, and it came in at like seventy five percent. Yeah, it's like going to see a movie that everyone's talking about. It's fucking doomed. Yeah. I expected to be like, like where can I buy a box of these? And I almost was like, "Mm, I'll smoke the other one some other time. (laughs) Interesting. That happened to the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich with me. I was uh, hyping it up, and then all of a sudden the people I hyped it up to, they were disappointed. That's impossible. I'm no longer friends with them, but <laughs> I, well, that's kind yeah. of what happened. And rightfully so. I think anybody that that is so uh, poor judgment, you just, how do you be friends with that? You don't. You don't. Exactly. Ugh. I don't know, man. You guys, I, I what disappointed you? I really can't think of anything. I mean, yeah, I was trying to think. I have some new stuff um, that I got at TPE from some guys that I'm going to try um, that I that I haven't smoked before, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. But well, hopefully you'll be of... disappointed by something, so you can tell us about it, <laughs> bro. I don't really remember the last time I tried anything new. But he's what he's that saying. Was really hyped anyway. Cigars ever. Not everybody at once. Yeah, I don't. I so, don't remember. I, I can't think of a cigar off the top of my head that people hyped that I tried. And was like, for, yeah. For me, it was that uh, the All Out Kings. All oh out yeah. Kings. That's a good years ago, right there. Yeah, I mean that's probably the biggest, biggest hype and slash disappointment. Um, oh the. Uh, and I love all those guys. There's like the Caldwell Drew State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love all those guys, but it, it just kind of, it was expensive. It wasn't as good as the 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 samples, and I don't know what, I, I mean, it might be gone now for all I know. I think I that, was, that was a limited saw. edition, yeah, and I don't see it on any shelves. So. It wasn't supposed to be. Oh, yeah, I, I saw it getting I blown out at low prices everywhere. Yeah. It was pretty expensive. I mean, for what it was. Was that the Drew Estate one? 
Yeah. Yeah, Drew State Caldwell. Yeah. I was a little let down by that one as well. I'm trying to think. Now you guys have got me. You know which one I was not let down, but like extra surprised by? In a good way? Yeah. What's that? And I know you'll think it's bullshit. But. Of course. The Patina Habano. (laughs) Dude, I'm serious. You mean the the sort of new one? Yes. Uh, A little different. I've actually been smoking that shit like every day. So funny. You guys want to hear a funny story that happened at TPE? Let's hear it. All right. (laughs) I can't say no. No, we don't want to hear it. So next topic. I want to hear the stupid stories. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, depending on what side of the fence you fall on, this might be. Um, Guy comes into the booth from... Um, he is from a cigar club that creates packages that they send out every month. I'm not going to say which one. And he's like, uh, and, and you could tell like he, so the rep brought him to the booth, but you could tell like he didn't really, he wasn't really interested. Right. They do a lot of like higher end rear stuff, whatever. So, Anyway, we get to talk, and I start telling him about the cigars. And, and you know, you can kind of see him opening up a little bit and, and, you know, becoming intrigued. And so he's like, you know what, man? So he started off the conversation with my palate's burnt, like burned out, man. I can't taste anything, whatever. I'll just wait till I get back. Okay, yeah, no problem. And, I, and look, when people tell me that, I appreciate it because I don't want you to smoke my shit on an empty pal or a burnt-out palate and then tell me it sucks, and then I have no chance after that, right? So I, I like when people wait and smoke it on a fresh palate. And whatever. So we get to talk, and all of a sudden, it's like, you know what, man? Fuck it. I'm going to try this. So I'm kind of like, all right, well, all right, whatever. I'm not going to. Fine. He starts smoking it. And he goes, you know, man, he goes, wow, this is a lot better than I thought it would be. And he's like, I'm not trying to insult you. It's just it's a lot better than I thought it would be. I'm like, all right. So they leave the booth, and he's like, do you have more samples for my partners and stuff like that? I said, yeah, no problem. They leave the booth, and he comes back around about 10 or 15 minutes later, and he goes, I've been walking around for the past 15 minutes, and everybody that sees this cigar in my hand, retailers, other vendors, and you know, guys in the industry are like, man, that's a really good cigar. And he goes, this might be one of the best cigars I've had at the show. And I go, man, I really appreciate that. And it was just hilarious because he went from, and then he's like, hey, man, do you think I can get one for our influencer so-and-so? Yeah. I said, sure, <laughs> that's fine. Um, but it was kind of interesting, bro, because here was a guy that literally had zero expectations, didn't really even think twice about the cigar, and then that happened. And I, And it's more of a testament to in appreciation for the other people that had said that stuff to him because they really didn't have to. Right. I mean, right. They care. Um, so that was pretty cool, but it was funny you say that drew, because that, that was a pretty funny story that happened. Are you really excited for that influencer to post it up? No, not at all. (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) I don't get into that shit, man. At all. I mean, 
I have people from time to time messaging and be like, Hey man, I'll, you know, if you want me to post stuff and we'll trade cigars for a post. And I just have no interest. That's, that's not genuine. Right. You know, I, why would I just, you really want to support a brand? I mean, we'll buy them. Right. You know? Well, or at least have like some following. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, this particular influencer that he wanted to give one to has a massive following, which is, okay. you know, but still, I, yeah, under normal circumstances, I'd have been like, I don't even fucking know the person would no, but because he, his, his cigar club is, I could see it kind of growing might not be a bad place to be. So we'll see. It's funny though. You see people message, uh, brands, right? And nobody, mm-hmm. nobody talks about this. They just send chat messages or texts or whatever about how stupid it is. You know, I got like 200 followers, man. You want me to introduce my cigar to them? No. I don't want yeah. you to introduce the cigar. Yeah. Why are you asking for free shit with like 200 followers? Your family follows the, you. But <laughs> great. Well, those, you know, a good chunk of those 200 probably follow me already. Right. Like if they if they care about cigars, chances are they probably following me already. And the humble Danny comes look, out. Yeah. yeah. I I got <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. I got no problem with somebody asking. That's cool. Like, all right, man, I appreciate it. You believe in the product. You wanna you wanna do your part to get it out to whatever. Cool. I I appreciate that. But I literally have guys message me for something. They never even tried the cigars. Yeah. I mean, bro, there are guys that, and, and Danny could tell you this, there are guys that supported the fuck out of him when he was doing Voyage. There are guys that smoke Roma Craft today because of Danny. Just like, you know, there are guys that smoke Patina today because of, of Mukau Rich or Drew or Danny or uh, whoever else posts them from heart. So why would I just go throw something some, some dude's way so he could post it? Why? Because I appreciate the guys that are really there. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm going to tell our listeners a story, by the way, that you all need to know about Mr. Danny Vasquez. The oh, fuck. Danny Vasquez. <laughs> so when I, when I was at the I'm show, I had multiple retailers tell me, bro, Danny Vasquez has told me about your cigars. When I talk to Danny, <laughs> he always mentions your cigars to bring them in to this, to that. Danny, and, and actually Mukau and Drew, all three of you, but because Danny's in the industry, it's a little bit, yeah. he speaks to a lot more uh, people, right? Um, but all three of you guys, I appreciate it. But, but Danny, um, dude, that's, that's fucking boss, man. And, and, you know, to hear people like three, four, five people be like, yeah, Danny Vasquez talks about it. Like, that's crazy <laughs> to me. So, man, I appreciate you. And I think, Everybody should know that that that's the type of guy you are. Oh god! Uh, so, you know, thank you. Danny's a badass. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he, uh, he is. No, of course I appreciate. You know, like it, one, the cigar is good, right? I mean, that's the main reason. But also, you know, just supporting you the real way, right? Not, not, uh, not just in pictures or, or not, 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 that's not what I mean. Not in supporting like, Hey, can I get a free t-shirt? 
right? Like, yeah, it's not yeah, half that's not important. It's that's real not supporting. supporting. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and now, like, kind of what happened, uh, you know, that's that's actually really cool uh, that they did that. Um, a lot of times they're asking me, like, "Hey, man, you know, you know, what do you, what are you seeing out there? What do you think is good? What do you, you know, whatever." And yeah. I mean, that happens a lot. And of course, you know, I'm gonna be like, guys, I mean, this thing is legit. Um, and you know, I talk about the factory a little bit. You know, and and I try to. The, one of the biggest things I do is try to get the uh, past associations uh, disassociated from your brand now, right? So, right. Like, no, nope, right. he's you know he's at Noxa now. It's doing really great. So, yeah, so I never awesome. realized how much that that was hindering me. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what else we got, Kyle? Oh, we got all kinds of stuff. Uh, let's go with a, a quick palate cleanser uh, after the love fest. Our buddy V-Cute uh, wants to know uh, which is more of a salad, fruit salad or potato salad? Uh, fruit salad. Because it's terrible. You throw them both in the garbage. <laughs> Just like regular salad. Because <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, that's legit. Potato, potato salad. That is, you know, I love potato salad. I love potato salad too. Drew, what what was your theory? Remember we were talking about salads. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was like, yeah, people eat salads thinking they're healthy, but by the time they get it to a point where they actually want to eat it, oh, it's shit, probably. Yeah. You know, you might as well have just gotten the burger. <laughs> Smothered in ranch. You're you're eating like a fifteen hundred calorie salad. <laughs> yeah, but ranch is keto. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it is. No, uh Are you... yeah, I, <laughs> I ate like... a salad. I actually ate a salad today with a with a, a grilled cheese sandwich at this place called Soup Peddler. That's really good. And uh and I know this goes against my previous statement of eating Chipotle every day, but anyway. Um but when you go through it was like it was like a raspberry vinaigrette and then uh candied walnuts and a bunch of other shit. I'm like, man, this is really sweet and really good but it's terrible for you when yeah. you start like no, yeah. I might have yeah but made me feel better <laughs> at the time alright alright so potato salad is great fruit salad yeah. sucks they both suck yeah. unanimous yeah right alright so uh, Drew you might have to remind me who asked this question because I didn't I didn't write that part down. Oh. All right. So, so the idea here was uh, there's a lot of people, including a lot of cigar media people, who talk about boutique cigars as being like higher quality, having better quality control, being better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, I think you could go a lot of directions with that alone. Sure. But the question, the question he was going for after that uh, was, do they have access to the same quality of tobacco that those big brands have, right? Because you could imagine that the big brands would just have all the good tobacco, right? They just buy it up and fuck you little guys. Is that what happens? How does it work? Depends. They really do. First of all, it's more of a function of where you buy your tobacco from. Now, there are certain types of tobacco that if you're a small brand, you're just not going to get the best. Unless you're willing to pay a ridiculous premium, right? Like um, Connecticut Broadleaf, for example, okay? Um, and then there are other tobaccos that, you know, 
you want you will right it's just it, as long as you're buying it from certain because there are certain players in the tobacco growing market that are known for certain types of tobaccos if that makes sense right sure. um like it's kind of like their specialty like oh these guys grow the best xyz right um and then you know the honey hole is always can you find an actual farmer that you could buy it direct from that that grows really quality shit that other people don't know about there's that um good luck right yeah but the you know the key is to uh try to partner with people that have access to the best tobaccos if you are going to in a sense he's right yes there are some boutique companies that that do know how to make really damn good cigars from not the best quality tobacco. He's 100% right about that. But a lot of the big boys, you have to understand, also try to cut corners. So they don't use them. They might have the best stuff. That don't mean they're using it. You know? So there's that. So, no, I wouldn't say that that there's a definitive answer either way really to that. Yeah, because that's the other thing. They, they, you know, let's say it's a fact, like factory X, right? It costs them um, X amount to make a cigar for themselves, and then they can they sell it to the states. Now, the factory makes the same amount of money, but if they're going to sell it to a smaller brand, they could probably make fifty cents stick a stick more, right? So that doesn't necessarily mean they want to hog all that money for themselves or hog all the tobacco for themselves because right. at the end of the day, they just want the money. Yep. Mo is in a wind tunnel, apparently. No, I'm, I'm in my car. It ain't me. That one might be me. Cow. I'm actually oh, outside nice. smoking. Oh, nice. Wow. What are you smoking, Cow? Uh, Cavalier Limited Edition 2019. Oh, good cigar. Yeah, by the way, I got to meet him, and he's a really, really nice guy. I probably hung out with him for a few hours overall. What a great guy. I'm a and fun the other guy. Dude, what's that? <laughs> huh? Drew, having, Drew yeah. having fun with the fucking I'm a fun out. guy. Uh, <laughs> and another guy I got to hang out with that was a really, really cool dude was Henderson Ventura. Very cool dude. Uh, that's the guy whose factory makes uh, Matt Booth stuff and Caldwell stuff and all that. Uh, he has he has like his own line now, right? Yes, Adventura. Yep. Which I really haven't gotten to smoke a lot of stuff of his, but um, he has one of the ADV Blue, which is phenomenal. Yeah. So uh, he was telling me, you know, stories about you know Davidoff and how his dad used to work for Davidoff and Eladio Diaz and Henke Keldner and all these guys. Oh, it was really cool. Really cool dude. Awesome. Um, but um, getting back to what we were talking about in terms of tobacco, it's all about who you know, man. It's all about who you know and if they're willing to sell to you or if they grow it themselves. Like when I switched to to Noxa from Mombacho, Mombacho never used to grow any of their own tobacco. But I actually used to buy a lot of tobacco from Prosenixa, which is the tobacco arm of Noxa, right? So now I'm at Noxa, and Oliva Tobacco grows a bunch of its own tobacco, right? So it just depends. I mean, it's like when I talk about that dude, Gus Kura, why I always say he's such an important figure in the cigar game that a lot of people don't know about is because 
he sells a shit ton of tobacco that people use in their cigars, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's having access and, and whatever, and if guys are willing to sell to you. But on, on the surface, yeah, it would seem like the bigger boys would always have access to the best and whatever, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they're using in their blends. Right. Yeah, so, like, could, so. just as a fun analogy, right, could McDonald's buy all the best beef in America? Sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but they don't. I mean, it's known. I mean, I used to work in the ag industry. Like, Taco Bell always bought the, the C and D grade beef for their stuff. Taco Bell could have gotten bought the best beef possible for their for their time, but they wouldn't be 99 cents anymore. Right. Right? Yep. So, so you got to kind of look at it that way. Pros and cons, pluses and minuses, like anything. Yep. Okay. But I will say this. The boutique guys are the most imaginative in their blending, in my opinion. And that's across the board, regardless of the level of tobacco that they have available to them. There are some factories I know that put out damn good cigars for the level of tobacco that I know they use. Right? So Oliver said it best last week you could sometimes have really shitty ingredients and still make a wonderful meal. And it's true. So. Who? Oliver. Uh, I don't know. Never met him. Yeah. Yeah. The guy you big time. <laughs> that was a, that was a long, long wait for that joke. Yeah. Right. I've, I've been holding on that one. Yeah. Two weeks I, in the I, making. I did text him and apologize, but I'm a dick. So that's all it is. Oh, me, well, you know, there's actually a really well. I actually want to get back to that subject. I mean, being a dick, but Oliver. But there's a, <laughs> just actually, dicks in general. Yeah, just dicks in general. Um, you know, I did. There is a really cool Roma story where, like, where Roma was starting out, and we were making the Crow Magnum with the Connecticut Broadleaf. Um, and this is when Skip was still living in the states. You know, Raul calls and says, "Hey, you know, um, there's no more Broadleaf," and he's like, "Okay, well, you know, go buy some more." He's like, no, no, you don't, you don't get it. There's no more broadleaf. He's like, well, what the fuck do you mean? And this is like starting out where they kind of learned, like, holy shit, there's no more broadleaf. Um, and uh, they, at the time, had kind of built a relationship with your estate. Um, Skip had gotten sick, and then Jonathan in turn got sick, and they they became somewhat friends. And then uh, Jonathan put in a uh, a kind of a friend call to Gus. Um, he said, hey, you know, whatever these guys kind of need, you know, help them out. Because they, they knew we weren't buying, you know, 5,000 pounds at a time at, at that time. Um, so we weren't going to take up the entire stock. And all of a sudden there was Broadleaf for us. So, or for them at the time. Um, so definitely relationship build. Uh, and kind of at the time, it was a big guy. Is still a big guy. But he also didn't hoard it all for himself. Right. So because of that relationship. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Don't be cool. a hoarder. <laughs> or a dick. Or a dick. Or a dick hoarder. Mm. Mm, interesting. I don't know how that works, but don't nope. do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, another question from from the same same individual and Drew, you gotta you gotta tell me who this is again. Uh, 
what are the the costs comparisons right of manufacturing cigars in Nicaragua versus the Dominican Republic uh, for the manufacturers right the the factories not necessarily for for the people who buy them no idea there's not much difference cool at all all right good topic yeah. no it's an I interesting mean, question I had no idea sure yeah I mean either I've never dealt with the Dominican factory, so not sure. All right. Uh, rounding that out, uh, why do some cigars dry your mouth out and others make you salivate? You know what's funny? There's actually a really good video of Michael Herklock talking about this, and it's it's about, like, you know, where your taste, but, uh, like, the different sections of your tongue, and depending on you know, what is, what's in that blend and where it hits that tongue is what makes that happen. And it, it was a long time ago that I saw this video, so I don't want to like quote it, but that's, that's kind of the gist of it. Um, and I want to say it might've been like a, a two guys, uh, podcast or something like that. But Michael Herklock has a really, really interesting, uh, talk about that. I got to find that and post it up or share it to whoever asked the question. Do it. Do it. Isn't it also the what? Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, is, Do it. Isn't it also the the type of tobacco that's used though? Right. Some of the tobaccos dry your mouth out. Other kinds don't. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, that's what I mean. Like the blend yeah. that's the blend that's in there, right? So the yeah. when I, I mean the tobacco that's in the blend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Look, actually, that was one of the things that I was talking to Henderson Ventura about. I was like, how do you? How do you blend your cigars? Because a lot of Dominican heavy cigars dry my mouth out. And I said, the stuff made in your factory does not. And I said, what do you do to overcome that? Then he was going into the whole spiel about, he actually talks about, and it made sense why him and Claudio are such good friends, because he talks a lot about tobacco and the senses and how it hits your palate and the sensations and acidity and this and that. Uh, very similar to how Claudio talks about that stuff. Um, but that was kind of interesting uh, to hear him talk about that because he did kind of acknowledge that, you know, that could happen if the blend is is not balanced, right? So I think that's part of it. Part of the tobaccos you use, if the blend is balanced or not, um, part of, it all kind of plays into it, I feel like. But don't some people like that? It's like a, like a dry wine type of thing. I don't know anybody that does, but yeah, maybe. I hate when I got to spit every five seconds. Yeah. If you're into smoking some other kind of stuff, maybe it's maybe that's your jam. Yeah, I don't. Wait, what do you mean? You you actually have to spit from some cigars? Like it, it just it just makes you salivate so much that like if you're if I'm outside or something, you know. I'll, really. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll find myself having to kind of spitting huh. so weird you've never seen that yeah no I don't think Mo's ever seen you spit no only swallow whoa guys come on <laughs> that is some dirty motherfuckers man <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show well sure. you guys you guys what smoked inside you got? fucking fucks you didn't you didn't Fuck. spit inside the headquarters did you so <laughs> Well, Danny, can you think of a cigar off the top of your head that makes you 
salivate that much? No. And that that spit that we gave from it was kind of exaggeration, but while I'm smoking it, I will end up, you know, spitting. But no, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I had a part against number two last night that did. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. 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 What else? Yeah. All right, uh, Lonsdale Cigarco, another question. Boom. You just won the Super Bowl. What are you smoking? Whatever I've got in my humidor. I don't think you have it at the stadium. Oh, yeah. You just brought the whole Dude, fucker if I, there? If I, if I play He's at a the player. Super Bowl, he has his own locker. Yeah. yeah. I, at any given time, I probably have 40 cigars on me. <laughs> We've discussed this in other podcasts. Yeah. I always carry so around probably, my favorites. So just probably whatever, the Atabay. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it would be whatever I'm feeling that night. I have I have a um a, a Bolivar, the one that they make for La Casa del Habanos. The um I don't want to butcher it, but it's you know, the Libertador or whatever. Um I have one from 2014. Danny, we gonna need help. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even understand what he's saying. Li, li, like liberator, right? Libertador. Oh, liberador. Yeah, libertador. Whatever. Yeah, good yeah, job. Libertador. Um, I would smoke. I have one from 2014. That's what I would smoke. Nice. Yeah, that that cigar is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you you changed my answer. That I was gonna say I would run through a box of Davidoff Oro Blancos <laughs> that night. Like I would just do the whole thing. Yeah. But I would go much more baller than that. So, like, let's say I'm playing in the Super Bowl. I would go to – oh, they were in Florida, too. I would have went to Corona Cigar in Orlando and bought an entire box of pre-embargo Davidoffs at $900 a piece <laughs> and smoked every single one of them that night. Just say, fuck it. Had a sh- fuck it. Had a shitty time with some shitty, tasteless cigars. <laughs> Yeah, but there's there's nothing more baller than that. And that is true. Yeah, pretty, yeah, from a from a a perception perspective, certainly not a taste. Yeah, they actually just rebanded Avo Unexpected <laughs> pre embargo cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you that that thing has has scarred cow for life. I know. <laughs> it's legit. I'm surprised though. I, I my answer is pretty different from y'all's. Uh, I would I would smoke a cigar from a friend of mine, right? I'd, I'd pick one and be like, "Look, that shit's on national TV." So like a patina aromacraft or a sereno or something. Like yeah, that. some shit like that, right? Where you're just you're just like, "Look, boom, cash money for my friends. I can smoke a great cigar any day. I'm not going to be on national TV any day, and I'm never going to win the Super Bowl." Well. If- you're in the Super Bowl, well, you might. You're, yeah. That means you're playing the NFL. You probably are on national TV at least once a week <laughs> for, I'm gonna for, be, a part of, for part of the year. I'm going to be smoking through everything from people I like. Mm. Well, here's the thing. You're in the Super Bowl. You're probably not friends with Mo. Damn. Yeah, true. Oh, probably too big know. time for me. Yeah. I mean, you're getting there now, which is just the Instagram following. 
Speaking of, <laughs> I got very fucking nervous. I saw that Carl Malone did a did a speech at TPE that was on Coop's show to do an interview, and I'm like, fuck, if this guy starts taking this shit seriously, we're all fucked. This guy's going to end up owning the industry. Uh, I have no idea. I, to be honest, I didn't watch. I Look, I, I eventually got to get to watching the the Sisters of the Leaf panel thing that that uh, you know, Erica did, and, and Amy, and, and by the way, I finally got to meet Amy from TLE, um, and and I think it was Rebecca, who who's a co-owner of Smokers Abbey Austin, and there was one, was it Indiana Ortez that was the other panelist for that? Um, so and there's a I, there was a girl from Jewish State, and then oh yeah, Sean, yeah, Sean yeah. I don't know who she Shauna is, from but Jewish State. but they, you know, I, I heard they did a you know really nice job, so I got I definitely got to watch that, but I, I haven't yet. But yeah, I mean, man. I, you know, none of that stuff other than that really piqued my interest so but i gotta definitely support them because they support the shit out of us so yeah they're good people very good people absolute joy i mean if you if you've never met like erica or amy um you know and obviously rebecca's great i mean she she has a you know the shot so you're probably not gonna have as likelihood of a chance unless you go to a smoker's abbey in austin um, you know, these are great people. I, and I don't know. I don't know Indiana Ortez, so I can't speak on her or Shauna, the other panelists, but, uh, those other three are, are, are phenomenal. So. Um, Bunch of great human beings. Yep. That's the best part about cigars is the people. Yeah, man. You listen, you, you, there are some really, really cool fucking people in the industry. And I know that Sometimes we t- like I-, I know Danny and I have said sometimes like what the fuck man we get frustrated I don't want to speak for Danny and I apologize if I am but no you're uh, right we get we get frustrated sometimes with some of the shit that we have to deal with but by and large man there's a lot of really good people and if you get in with the right crews you kind of help each other out where you can and so you just got to find the right people just like anything else. Legit. So we had some good news today. Yes, we Speaking did. Speaking of a bunch of shitty shit, we had yeah. some really good news. Yeah. Share that. You guys want to talk about that or? Yeah. So uh, the warning labels were deemed. We don't got to do them. Um, Fuck your warning label. That's the and, legal term. Yeah, and I think the best part about it was the logic that was laid out. Right. I think that was the key to it all. That basically they said, we do not see any evidence that premium cigars appeal to a younger demographic. The people that smoke the cigar, the people that generally smoke cigars are higher education, higher income, and older. Yeah, and it's even better than that, too, because it's not just we see it this way. It's, hey, FDA, you guys said this, right? This is your information. So you need to define what a premium cigar is now and treat it differently. Yeah, hundred percent. This, this was huge. This this was this was really big. And I don't know what's going to happen. Look, the FDA booth was literally across from from me at the show. The FDA had a booth at the show. It was literally across the the, the uh, walkway from us. I actually went up to them. There was two dudes working. I said, "Do you guys realize you're like a bunch of bloods in a crip neighborhood?" <laughs> 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 you know, I was like, "This is you know." But they started laughing. It was cool. But there were a lot of cigar guys that were up there talking to them, man. You know, brand owners that were at their booth talking to them. Like, you know, 
And I actually had, you know, the opportunity to talk to one of the attorneys that is helping some people that I know who was at the show. And um, the people that, I don't know, I'm not going to say this, but (laughs) there's going to be, there's going to be a way, I believe. We're not teaser free. (laughs) I I believe that (laughs) there will be. Something will be figured out. Something will be figured out. Of course. So. Yeah. Pretty damn exciting. Not I don't think that, I, I really don't. I really don't think they want to spend the resources to fuck with the guys. It, it's it's really not worth their time. What's funny is all they would, all the FDA would have to do is spend some time and a bunch of cigar shops around the country and they would be able to argue the fact of the higher education uh, part of the cigar industry, but we'll, we'll take the win. Well, let's, yeah, let's be yeah. fair here. It's, it's going to depend on which shop they go to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah, and there's going to be some brand owners you're going to want to stay away from too. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Some shop owners, everything. Yeah. yeah. Present yeah. company included. <laughs> we got some of the smartest and some of the most ignorant people all in one spot. Yeah. Again, just like anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's they're gonna, the same people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's going to be a, a doom. A, a nice, ruling. nice shot, Kyle. By the way. Yeah, it was great. Uh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the ruling's going to come just because somebody pissed them off, and th- that'll be their statement. It's like, well, how could you do this? It's like we just wanted to because this guy was a dick, and we just wanted. To this yeah. off, so that, that's but yeah. yeah, it was definitely a good win. Like yeah. the the actual, it's not it's not the point of the warning label. Like oh, hey, right. we don't have to put warning labels. That, that's not yeah. the point. Like nobody was freaking out about stickers. It was like you said, it was like the reason for yep. the win, right? Yep. So yeah, that's dope. I mean, I had already put warning labels on my on my boxes anyway. It's not a big deal. Like whatever, okay. But. Right. Yeah, they're pretty without them. The logic is, is awesome. So uh, we're not going to be Canada quite yet, but uh, as they say in Pulp Fiction, let's not start sucking each other's dicks just yet. There you go, Kyle. Yeah, you can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Man, always waiting, just sitting around waiting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so. I have a, a Judge Drew topic. Mm. <laughs> I want Best. some intro. We need some intro music for this. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to do that. <laughs> He'll work on that. Oh, is that what you couldn't get? Maybe maybe next week. <laughs> yeah, right. when, when Drew can get it up, we'll have some Judge Drew Whoa, music. Whoa, easy there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It's well, yeah. <laughs> those steroids. That's, I can't get it up. I don't have any pro- no, no problem with that. That's quite the opposite. <laughs> no, is- shut up. It was a joke. Uh, Ed, yeah, edit it wasn't, that out. It wasn't edit accurate. Right, that's good. What do you? All right, what do you we, don't, we don't. We don't fact check here. What do you cut, Cal? That's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do phrasing. We don't fact check. Here you we can go. go be. You can go be a. Uh, well, not gonna get into that. Go on. I'm be All right. A, uh, Instagram reviewer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Oof. What I say? Your palate's palate's too good, Danny. Or what I say? Like, what I say? <laughs> or you could be like those guys that talk about how they use twenty-five-year-old tobacco. And then it's all of a sudden a regular production cigar. How, how does that happen? <laughs> Time travel. Yeah. 
All right, sweet. Um, All right, what's the so, Judge Drew moment? So, so Drew, uh, as you may have read, Pamela Anderson was married for the fifth time, although they didn't file paperwork. Married, what, 12 so days they, or something? Yeah, they split up 12 days later. Right? Just, so what I want to know is what's Judge Drew's judgment on Pamela Anderson's sort of fifth husband in this scenario? So uh, we actually, I only know this because we discussed it at work today. So... I think if he banged her, it's probably punishment enough. <laughs> oh damn! Hey, what? Well, he he's got something he's gonna have to live with the rest of his life. <laughs> Mo, you're 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 interested oh, okay. in in payman? Yeah. That girl. I guess they don't get it. That girl's dirty. I, I mean, I got it. I don't know. Is she? Is she? Is she uh, looking rough she, she's got know. she's got hep all the letters oh okay <laughs> oh she she for real actually does right that's not i'm pretty sure her and tommy they talked about that forever ago oh yeah you're right you're right i thought it was like a, a knock on how many dudes she's been with and i'm like yeah whatever Oof. she can do whatever she wants but it's like throwing but you're right she actually is hallway. legit diseased yeah <laughs> sentence served <laughs> Oof. Yeah. So he gets he gets time off for bad behavior. Man, lucky guy, get out of there! And now he's famous. And now he's so. famous for I nothing. Mean, sort of. Do you know his name? I don't know his name. No. Negative. I don't. He'll have a yeah. reality TV show next uh, week. That would be a good idea. So we had a question about this. So they, they technically had a wedding and all, signed all the papers with the whoever did the ceremony, but just never filed the papers. So they don't have to get like a divorce then, right? They're just... I think you can annul it. Well, but it's not even been filed. So legally, they're not married. But once you... Technically, I I think when you get the marriage certificate or license you're pretty much already married even if it has like never been to... filed they don't have a record that they've been married uh, yeah you... <laughs> i don't know I, and i don't know what i, I, I what california i don't they've got weird shit out there so who knows no doubt <laughs> scientologist <laughs> scientologist dude i drove by their uh their headquarters or whatever it's ridiculous yeah there's one in florida too that's pretty crazy yeah what else we got oh this guy was with barbara streisand for 12 years what nice how old is he yeah what a pimp uh old because pam is like 60 um no 52 same shit J-Lo's 50. J-Lo's 50 and looks way better than Pam Anderson. I haven't seen Pam, but I know she's got the disease, so. <laughs> Who was, uh, somebody was saying that, and I and I kind of like this, they were like, for all of you, it was, it was a woman saying this, and she said, for all you women that watched the halftime show yesterday and were feeling down about yourselves after seeing J-Lo and Shakira, just remember that 
these people pretty much have unlimited funds to be able to, you know, keep themselves in a healthier state, right? Yeah, they got fucking private chefs and stuff to yeah. cook all their food. I mean, they don't have to meal prep like other people do. Dude, I, this is, I, I really, I've seen, man, you see a lot of guys like getting down about their situations and kind of what they're doing these days and where they are with their own. And, and I've noticed this more and more as social media becomes has become so fucking prevalent. But, man, listen, the guys that are out there that I know on a personal level that are out there talking about how they hustle and grind, these guys couldn't fucking grind coffee beans to make coffee, okay? This is all a fucking show. I mean, these guys, anybody that's out there talking about all the shit that they do, they're not. Because if they were, they wouldn't have time to talk about it. True that. You know? Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't don't let the shit that you see out there get you riled up or feel down about yourself. Or Stay you wouldn't positive. have to talk about it. The, right. The, it would be it would be evident. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like that question. Don't you know who I am? Uh, obviously not. Oh. <laughs> Otherwise, you would story. not be asking. Funny story about that. There was a rep that had a cigar brand owner say that to him at the show. Oh, you wouldn't say that if you knew who I was. And and I'm thinking to myself, like, well, if you were really that fucking great, he would know who you were. <laughs> I mean, I, that's just me. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't know who the fuck I am, which is great. I Man, I could just sneak around the show and, and chill with who I want. Nobody gives a shit. It's beautiful. Jimmy Kimmel, come here. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy yeah. I'm gonna have to get right, some of his sayings on my soundboard. There you go. <laughs> Just pick a bunch of like liberal crap. It'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna have that on an Oklahoma soundboard. Though. Probably not. <laughs> they, might, they might not allow that. It won't allow it. <laughs> Kick you out of the state for that. Yep. Rescind your uh your rights or your residency, whatever. <laughs> what else we got? That's uh that's the end of the stuff I wrote down. That's the end of the show. No more judge Drew. I'm trying to think if there's something Drew could judge. I thought that one would go a little longer, so you what know, would make you think that? Heard that before. <laughs> I mean it's like you it's like you just met Drew. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> oh shit. That is fair. It, it could have been a little better if I hadn't heard about it at lunch, but uh, I, I got the heads up today, so I'd actually heard. You should have asked me something about the Super Bowl since I didn't watch it. All right, Drew, here's here's a different Judge <laughs> Drew question, then. We're going to judge some people one way or another. Uh, do you or how do you judge people who are rude to the wait staff? That's, that's pretty shitty of you right there. Not you, but yeah. I mean, like I just asked a question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking <Wow>. cow, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I judge people. This, this is a let's. I'm gonna ask you guys. So, so if if no, 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 no. Yeah, fuck that you question. Don't ask, you don't ask the bailiff to create a judgment. You listen. This is you. 
What's the punishment, dude? <laughs> For being an asshole to wait staff? Yeah. They they should they should spit in your food. Wow. Maybe All maybe right. maybe rub one out in the in the ranch. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that that'll dry your mouth out or make you salivate. I'm really not sure. Well, you something. never know. You never know. There's no reason for that. I mean, come on. These people are already getting paid shit and then they have to come deal with your dumb ass. That's that's pretty crappy. And dealing with like crappy people all the time, dude, that people suck. Don't be a dick. Like well, our just, like our it, comment earlier. It just says a lot about it says a lot about the person. Oh, absolutely. Like, like no. in in other areas in life too, yeah. So what were you going to ask? What was the the No, fuck it. You don't get to hear now. Oh, good. All right, guys. (laughs) No, what was it? Danny. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I guess it'll be next. Everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know. Yeah, what was the turnaround there? I think we'll reach around. I think we'll have a teaser for next week's episode. Well, I don't know, but it's bothering me now. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Well. Talk to you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's what's the judgment on this, Mo? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Still on. Yeah. You son of a so, bitch. Well, what were you going to say, Drufus? No, we'll save it. It's better that well, way. Now we know who the bitch would be in the zombie apocalypse. Me? No, Drew, because he didn't want to say it. Uh, that kind of is. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe I'm the asshole. All right. I got promoted <laughs> at the end of the episode. Yeah. Guy who dies first, yeah, here I go. come. Good job, Kyle, play, Kyle playing those corporate politics. Uh, so, I, look... I, I I feel the need to say this because we wouldn't really be a cigar podcast if we didn't at least talk about it a little bit. Cigars? Um, about what? About cigars. Yeah, we didn't talk much about cigars today. Yeah. But it, look, for those wondering, uh, TPE was TPE is going to be on people's radar through at least one more year. Uh, pretty much everybody I spoke to uh, picked up booth space for next year as well. Um, I think that uh, it will continue to uh, have cigar companies attend it. Um, I will say that if you were on the cigar side and versus like on the cbd vape hemp side whatever it was like being in two different worlds i mean they literally had them separated um that was really that was really fucking interesting bro like it was seriously like two different worlds i mean depending on what side you were on it was a completely different experience um but i think that it will they're here to stay, man. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how PCA steps up their game for for July. 
but I will say that um, I'm excited about PCA. And if anything, the rulings like today show how important they are to our industry. And we need to continue to support them. So I'm excited for that. And as somebody on the on the cigar selling side, uh, it's awesome to have two opportunities to sell my cigars to a wider audience, right? Twice a year versus once a year. So it's worth it. Danny, what was the feedback you got from, you know, Sean and, and Rosales? Or have you guys uh, not discussed it yet? Uh, Rosales hasn't got back yet, so he's actually oh, okay. in traveling in California. But, you know, I do have other friends over there. Um, yeah. They, it was kind of the same the same reaction. Like, it was much better than they had anticipated. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people either had zero expectation or a negative expectation, but right. still went, which, is, which I think is funny. Um, so I think everyone liked how organized it was, how, you know, all the, the feedback is that it, it was a lot smaller, but a lot more, um, you know, and not needing to blow $30,000 on a booth or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, now that said about PCA this year, I, I don't, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is. I, I don't know how much they can do this year. Right. I'm more interested in seeing what PCA does next year mm-hmm. in 2021. Uh, I think that'll be, you know, that'll be a good tell uh, on, on what direction they're going in. That said, you know, if they're trying to catch up to TPE from this year, they're already behind because right. there'll be another, there'll be another TPE before, you know, at PCPR 2021. So, uh, I don't know what they can do this year to, to make it up. I mean, the, the prices and costs are already there. Um, the people that said they're not going to go publicly can't change that. I mean, right. maybe they, maybe they could, but I doubt they ever would. Um, yeah. It's hard to imagine that. Yeah. So, uh, I think, I don't think this is, I think PCA takes a L this year to be completely honest. I mean, the same way I was, I'm, you know, I'm proud to say I was a hundred percent correct on how TP was going to go. Like I kind of predicted it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of predicting PCA is taking an L this year, and next year is their opportunity to bounce back. If they do that or not, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, um, if anybody could, it, you know, they they have the resources. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, and you got to hope that that actual wins in in lawsuits might help get some retailers back on board with this whole PCA train. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, it so. might not get you to the show, right? That's the problem. Right. Right. There were, um, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say one of the biggest things is people are like, wow, it's so much better to have this in January. Yeah. I mean, that, I, you know, that wasn't the only thing people were saying, but everyone that I talked to about it said that had that as part of their feedback was, ah, it's so good to have this at the beginning of the year and not in the middle of the fucking summer, not in the middle of the sales, you know, kind of year, not in the middle of, yeah. July or or July Fourth weekend or you know all all that all that shit or yeah splitting it up over two months which was annoying as fuck. So I'll say I'll say this man like January is typically one of the slowest months for for us right um and for retailers too 
January is a pretty rough month. So to be able to get, you know, a kind of jump start on the year, if you, you know, if you had a decent show, um, it's kind of nice. And, um, so kind of, it kind of gets you pumped up a little bit, right. To go into, you know, the next two months generally are, are pretty slow anyway, like February and, and March. So, you know, it's kind of makes it all worth it. So it was good. Let's see. Word. We will see. Anyway, In the meantime, I, that that precipitation sure is good for these couple of months. Damn right. Yeah, it does come in handy. Damn right. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw, uh, Crowned Heads and Tatuaje are now coming out with some four by fifty cigars, and I just, I just want to, you know, you're welcome, guys, for the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys have never even heard of Patina. So yeah. I doubt. I don't believe that either. Those guys pay attention. Yeah, no, they're smart guys. <clears throat> I, I I'm going to tell you right now, it, <laughs> it is, I have not sold out of any size as fast as I sold out of that one. That's nice. on back order now. So if you got a retailer that has them, buy them. Buy them. Buy them. Buy them yeah. Tell them to put the back. Put that back order in. Yep. Now you gotta you gotta start asking Danny for advice on how to deal with those back orders back. and the timing. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's yeah. That's Danny territory. Oh, you, oh, just, you just just keep taking the fucking orders. <laughs> tell the factory. <laughs> yeah. Just tell the factory to ramp it up. Fuck it. Yeah. No. No. We got we got we got ones on the way, so the the, the wait won't be too. Long. Not, not gonna be like a long time. There you go. There you have make, it. Make it rain precipitation. That's right. Well. Well. <laughs> what else you got, Mo? That's all I got. That's all you got. Oh, I wanted to hit on the Oliver thing. Just real quick. Uh, oh, man. All right. All right. Well, take, take your shot. Yeah, because I, I I felt bad after it, but here's here's the truth, and I I talked to Oliver about this. So I met him like when I started at Roma, and when I started here, it was like it was like drinking from a fire hose, right? It was just so many people at one time. He had come by headquarters, but at the same time, he came by headquarters. Like there was Texas Cigar Festival, and there was a lot of people coming by. And all of a sudden, I met him again. And by the third time I met him, I was never properly introduced to him. But I'd met him and say, hey, what's up? So by that, by this time, it was too late to like be like, hey, bro, what's your name? Who are you again? Like, I, so I, I knew his name was Oliver. I just never made the connection in my brain. So when, when I was on uh, the Rebar podcast, it just it didn't click for me right away. But if they would have said, Oliver, you know, Havana Dream, and like, oh, of course. But it just never, it never connected the dots in my brain. So shout out to Oliver for being a good sport. Uh, call me out. I love it. That was a nice little jab. But uh, he is actually <laughs> a really, really, really cool guy. So I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, But uh, so what's funny is I'm listening to the podcast, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, I hear I it. And as I'm listening. Yeah, as I'm listening to, it, I text him like, "Bro, have we really met?" So I actually even had his cell phone number. 
under Oliver United Cigars. Oh, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Cool guy. <laughs> cool story, bro. And now you guys are united. Yeah, now we're going to start our own podcast. I'm, I have an announcement to make next week about Sultans, but anyway. Well, that's just going to sound like two guys with very similar voices talking to each other. Nobody's going to know what the fuck is happening. Did anyone else notice that? Or was it just me? Uh, that would, Go back. That would, that would assume that people listen. Well, um, I know Cal listened. Yeah, you guys do have some similarities. It's not exactly the same, but it's, no. it's similar exactly. enough. Yeah. Right, right. He could stand in for me. Anytime. <laughs> Wait, Dan, Danny, didn't you have a, a listener that wanted to talk about something? <laughs> yeah, my my wife just wanted a, a shout out. So, Jesse, you gonna give her a shout out? I I'm love sure you, Jesse. She listened. She listened she, all hour and a half of this. Oh, she listens every week. Every week, I'm sure. Not a chance. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Well, she got her shout out. She did. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell her. Listen for it. <laughs> it's at the end. No, You're don't right. tell her that. No, it's it's I'll there. tell her. <laughs> it's in the middle somewhere. It's in there. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All See right. you guys next week. Well. Well. <laughs> well. All right. All See right, you boys. See ya. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.